This is Gerald Rose. Again, you listen to Correcting the System on Equal Justice here on EOTMRadio.com. If you want to be a part of this conversation tonight, please call in at 718-664-6543. Um, tonight we have a special guest on the line. Uh, over the past holiday weekend, we traveled to Lyme of Ohio uh, to be a part of a, a basketball camp. But it wasn't just a basketball camp. It was a basketball camp what I could consider an icon basketball camp. Um, I have a young man named Tommy Vaughn um, who, um, who's from Toledo. His dad uh, was the first black basketball player that stepped foot on Ohio State um, basketball basketball court. So I'm just excited to have him tonight. Tommy, are you there? I'm here, Gerald. Thank you. How you doing, bro? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on today. It means uh, tonight. First of all, thank you for, for for calling in tonight. I'm excited. Uh, I want the listeners to know that what you've been doing nationwide and and things like that. So, um, Tommy, just kind of explain on. I want to give you the opportunity about you know give the legacy about your dad and what made you carry the torch. And 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 I remember how we played against each other in elementary school. So we go way back, you know. We, even at the basketball camp, we kind of went one-on-one. But I'm going to tell you, bro, you can tell when you get old because I could not walk after we had the uh, <laughs> the one-on-one basketball. But on a, on a serious note, tell me, um, why, why are you doing this, the, the legacy of what your dad did back in the day? Um, well, first of all, um, as you mentioned, he was the uh, first uh, African-American to uh, play varsity basketball at Ohio State score. Um, 
and uh, on that uniform, wore number uh, 15, number 5 and 15, you know, before half the check. But uh, what he did um, throughout his life, uh, the second part of his life, is he dedicated himself to the elderly and to the young people, and then eventually moving on to the young people, setting up uh, basketball camps, free basketball camps for the inner city, as well as out of the inner city. And he would just go from uh, state to state and just uh, be a mentor to kids and, and, and just, just let kids know about the uh, togetherness that we're all one. So he, 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 right. he reversed a lot of the roles that he, he went through in his uh, Ohio State career with, you know, that was back in the 50s. So it was kind of rough being the first black man. So he kind of reversed the roles and went the whole different direction in trying to uh, explain unity to us and togetherness. Now, your dad is really from Lima, correct? Correct. He was born in Lima, Ohio. He went to uh, Central, uh, Lima Central uh, back in the 50s. And like I said, uh, he graduated in 52. Now, my understanding, is this true that your, your dad uh, at that particular time, uh, Lima Senior was all white, but your, your dad was a class president? Is that, is that true? That's correct. That is, that is correct. He was a uh, class president, and it was uh, uh, 95% uh, white. And that's just the type of person he was. He could, he was just that type of character. He had that character about him to where he could just relate to uh, everyone, everyone's situation. And, and yes, you know, he was a class president. Wow! So that told you what type of dad that you had, man. I, like I said, I remember going to the basketball camps in in, in the eighties and, and stuff like that. So when he came to Toledo uh, and started the basketball camp, um, I know I attended that. What we're kind of explain on. Yeah. Um, why did he do this when he brought the, the camp to – because I remember in Toledo, but I understand it. Did he start it in Lima or he started his camps in Toledo, Ohio? No, actually he started in Toledo, Ohio. And as you said, Gerald, it was at uh, Woodward High School. You are in that picture. And uh, just for your listeners <laughs> out there, you were a heck of a basketball player. He got 30 on us back, back in the day. I mean, for, hey, and, don't still tell hey. It, still, hey, and you still got it, buddy. You still got it. I'm telling you, you still have it. I appreciate um, that. <laughs> but, yeah, you're in that picture. Back in 1979, man, he started that. And it was just a lot of things going on in the inner city uh, that he didn't like, you know, uh, as far as the youth not having nothing to do or if you did have to go to a, a – wanted to go to a basketball camp, you had to scrape up, you know, $200 or $185 back in the, in, in the day. So that was a lot of money back then for three days or a week of basketball camp, you know, so he felt that – Right, he actually it was free back there too as yeah. well. And I'm going to yeah. be honest with you, uh, I think I just seen a flyer one day and I told my dad, hey, I want to go to this camp. And right. it's just, it was, I just love this. So I want to go to my co-host. Her name is Carla B. Tommy. I think she might have a question for you. Carla, are you there? Carla B., are you there? Okay, I think she had a question for you. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I, so I'm here. I'm sorry. Is, okay, go <laughs> ahead, here. Carla. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry about you got that, a question Gerald. for Tommy? Yes, I do. No I problem. Do. Wanna, um, number one, say Welcome. And um, we definitely appreciate everything that you and your father has done for the black movement. And so my question is in regards to this movement. Um, And what – so I have a question, and I'm hoping you can answer it for me, because I believe that the black movement is definitely a little bit different than it was in the 60s. It doesn't seem like there's that passion that, you know, the activists back then had. And I just want to um, get your opinion on why you think that's the case. Uh, you know what? I, I think it could be a number of reasons. I think uh, 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 the, the majority, I think people don't know the history of, of what black people went through, our young people today. So that's why we have to educate them because, you know, they use the N-word, and if they really knew what the N-word was about, um, they wouldn't use it as much as they do. Or if they know where sagging, what, where it originally came from, and a lot of them do, but they still do it because it's fashion. So I really think it's lack of education as far as that goes because, uh, you know, I think it has to be taught more in the high schools, more history as far as black history goes. So it's definitely a lack of education, a lack of not knowing or being informed, and that has a whole yeah. lot to do with it, you know. So, and, yeah. and that's one of the things that we try to do is get that word out as well. Okay. All right. I do appreciate you you answering that. I just feel as I don't want to get too much off target, Gerald. But considering no. we're talking about no, no, no. About, I mean, this is good to talk about Carla because absolutely. it goes back to what his dad. His dad actually yeah. 
um, yeah. broke history okay. because he so, went through the 50s yeah. and 60s. It's the same that we have freedom now, and our own people just don't want to get along. And I know yeah. for a fact, Carla, um, his dad would be very upset on what's going on these days, as far oh. especially in our own community, very upset. Right. You know, so, we can. So let me ask. So, so we uh, it was, we talk about this all the time, girl. Discipline and all that. It, I Sorry. think it's more than that. I'm just going to say it. I, I think it's, it's going to take more than that because we, that's all I, I've heard individuals saying on talk radios, on news shows, in regards to what's going on in the black communities. They're saying, okay, more education, all this. But really, it, yeah. it has to be, it, it, it goes way deep, way, 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 way deeper than education. It starts in the home. You know, yes, I just think that. Fair. I mean, I have ideas. I, agree. I, I just think. Folks really need to stop talking about things and do it because nothing's changing and it's getting worse. So right. I just wanted to. And, and, right. And that's the big thing, there. what you just said, talking about. You got like like Gerald Rose and New Order, you guys, you guys are actually doing something. And, again, like I said, that falls on the education because you're right, it starts in the home. Everything starts in the home. And, and we as parents, we as community leaders, activists or whatever, like New Orleans, we have to educate them, and so you are right. It absolutely is. It goes deeper than that because it starts at home. If our parents, our parents right. are younger and younger and younger and younger, so they're less educated as well. But we have to, we some type of way we have to get that out there. We have to get the history right. out there, and that's why you know, right. like like my father. I mean, he used to have to sleep in the, and couldn't go to dinner with the other guys. He come out, hey mm-hmm. nigger, you know, and stuff of that nature, you know. So we have to. You, First of all, as, as, as we have to be responsible for ourselves, and then we can make other people responsible for certain type of things, but they have to know. And just like you said, yeah. it, it's not getting taught, and, and it does start in the home. Uh, absolutely. Right. Okay, so two things for so both of you guys. Have a I'm going to Okay, and I'm a t- one second. I'm going to challenge you guys because this is <laughs> okay. uh, these, these two things is definitely going to help, in my opinion, okay. because, and I've already implemented them in my house. Number one, um, parents need to stop sending their kids to school to get taught. And when it comes to certain things, don't just say, okay, well, they're going to learn in the school, number one. And number two is that we as parents need to turn off these TVs, um, monitor what our kids are watching, and stop allowing them to listen to this this music because the the entertainment industry is what is killing our youth. Point blank period, that's the number one cause is what's coming through their ears and through these TVs and through the radio, you know, it's simple as that. And if we do even just those two things, you know, educate our children, teach them some morals and ethics, and monitor what they're watching on TV in school and get them in in, in activities that's going to teach them sportsmanship, you know, things like that. So I don't care if you feel like you don't have any money, you can't really do it. There are programs where um, they're – scholarships to let your kids go to baseball camp or football camp. So get out there and search because if you're on the internet, on Facebook, on Twitter and all these other social media sites, you know, talking to your friends and stuff, you could be Googling things in regards to grants and things like that. Right. Right. And you're right. I can tell you, I can tell you the only reason why I'm on social media is because uh, about the organization. Me too. I'm with you, girl. Yeah, I know what you're doing. Yeah, because for some reason, there is a lot of negative stuff that's coming down my wall. You know what? I'm starting to delete people. You know, right. these videos showing how people fighting each other, uh, disrespect. I mean, so I, I'm trying to hang in there because it's a way of getting the word out. But, again, I am very disappointed on community because growing up in our house, you know, when you come home, it was straight doing your, your, your schoolwork, doing your chores. Right. You weren't even trying to get go go outside. Right. Right away. Right. So I know right. Tommy's dad. A matter of fact, I really want to go back to Tommy's dad because Carla, if you met this man, this man was no joke. You know, mm-hmm. he was a father away from home, and you know, he had that fear. At the same time, it paid off. Right. You know? right. So, uh, well, how was it growing up in your uh, in your household, Tommy? Because on the outside, I remember I think I stayed at night one time. Your dad was hollering one time, like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, but I remember that. But I... you know what? It paid off. It did pay off. I mean, he was a 6'3 ex-athlete, professional athlete, and, and the thing with him was that, and that's what I try to do, everything is a teachable moment. Just like Carla said before, it's a lot, a lot of things out here with the technology, the PlayStation and stuff like that. Now, all that should be monitored. Now, what you have to understand, even with the music and what he did with us, was right. he exposed us. He, he, he exposed us to a lot of things, and he taught us, you know, right from wrong, and that's what we have to do because it's out there. 
It's out there. So either way, if we don't teach them, if we don't show them at home, they're going to find a way to, to see it some type of way. So that's what he did with us. He tried to educate us on everything. And with having boys in the house, it may made it make it a little bit easier. But at the same time, girl or boy or whatever, it, it, you have to uh, you have to monitor. We couldn't close any doors in our home. I wish a door would close in our home. It would be a problem. And that's what we have when to do. you say don't close the door, what you mean by that? In your bedroom. Your bedroom door wow, should not yeah. be closed. It could not be wow. closed. And I, and I graduated. I lived at home. My parents were, at home, were together for, you know, ever. And uh, we all had rooms, and the door could not be shut. Even at 17, 18 years old, it could, the door could not be shut in his house. No, I want to know what's going on in here and in your life. And that's what has to happen as a parent. And like I said, everything was a teachable moment, whether just like the time you were over and you hear him yelling, he's making, he's making sure that you hear and understand what he is saying, <laughs> you know, just like on the basketball court, you know. So right. Just as, 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 right. Mr., as, as Reverend Rose did. I mean, he was heard and he was taught. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that he did, it was a teachable moment at every, every single corner and turn with our parents. Now, you know what? I'm not afraid to put our home city on blast, you know, right. so I'm not afraid. Yeah. And it's sad on how you done did this camp in Lyme, Ohio, I think Delaware. Now, now correct me if I'm wrong, you did it in Philly as well, right? Yes, correct. Okay, now correct. why we cannot bring it to our hometown? And it, it's just no. sad, you yeah. know, and, 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 and it just makes me upset on you got all this violence going on in Toledo. I mean, within the last couple of days, it's been shooting. I know you're in Toledo right now, but I have been following the violence. A young man just got, you know, shot yeah. the other day, I think, on Lewis, and he ended up dying. So I don't understand why there is a problem that the political field, that your dad led the way for certain people to do mm-hmm. what they do, and we can't even bring this camp to Toledo, but it's coming. It is coming. Right. And and we want to come. We want to come here because this is where she started it here, and he gave camps for over 30 years here. You know, and there's a lot of people that uh, that uh, benefit from his camp by turning their lives right. around. You know, he had some NBA players, doctors, lawyers, and right. even a few that even went to jail. That. I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that. Matter of fact, you know, didn't he help so, Dennis Hobson? Yeah, Hobson, and we're friends to this day. Dennis Hobson, Jimmy Jackson. I mean, they came to the camp. Ron Harper, uh, Brad well, Sellers. Let me ask you something. Have you tried to, because I know you kind of, uh, I know you know them, have you tried to approach them as far as trying to bring this legacy back to Toledo where it started for as far as the, the, the camps? Have you tried to contact them or just, I know well, you tried to contact Extractions. I mean, did you try to contact them? Yeah, I, well, with, as far as those guys, I don't because they're they're no longer in Toledo and I know they have busy okay. schedules and, and Hassan was going to come speak at a camp. Dennis was at one point in time, but you know, with their schedules and things uh, that they have going on, you know, we kind of play it by ear. But, yes, we have conversed a little bit. Sean Reed, who was actually an All-American from Toledo, him and I, we've been talking uh, lately uh, a whole lot about this type of thing, you know, coming to Toledo. But it's just Toledo, we need some. We need some. I mean, you were here. I mean, it, we, it's some concerns <laughs> here, big time, big time. Right, right, right. It, 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 it's sad on there's no voice there. There's no, 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 you know, Chico Vaughn. There's no Reverend Rose. Right. A lot of leaders. Right. And That's the thing, right. I miss my hometown, you know, and, and I get tired of getting a phone call every day about an right. issue that we need to address, you know, and it's just sad. But at the right. same time, we right. can't give up. And I love Toledo. I love my Yeah, yeah. Last we talk time about I, I came time. there, you know, yes, I love it. You know, I can't forget right. where I came from. I'm, I'm in Atlanta yeah. now, but. Right. And I love because, to go home, yeah, man, because we're still trying to do stuff. So that's telling you, right, right Joe? We, we're still trying to do stuff here in Toledo. You and I, at this moment, you know. So that's right. letting you know we're not abandoning our hometown. And I tell people that's where I'm right. from. I was born in Toledo, but I'm from Toledo, you know, as well as well, you do. We talk you, about it all the time. Well, I can tell you that my my secretary Tracy Scott, that you met in Lima, she's on the horn as we speak since we left Lima. That she's contacting people. So I just wanted to let you know, and even here in Atlanta, Georgia. We have a lot of contact. I've been on the horn as well, so I'm just letting you know, get your staff ready, man, because, you know, <laughs> it's just, we, we're here for life, man. Friendship, it yes, goes back to, to Mount Vernon and Reynolds. You know, I want to yes, go back sir. to Mount Vernon and Reynolds, matter of fact. Let's go back there. <laughs> I remember I <laughs> when, we, when we played you all, and yeah. didn't your father come out on the court and on the court in the middle of the game and just start interrupting well, the game? You see, you see how things change. <laughs> 
time is uh, change is constant, and so are so are so are stories that become huge legacies. You know, so he did come on the sideline. That's because you wasn't missing the jump shot. You didn't miss the jump shot. So you know, and nobody supposed to be shooting jump shots on me like that. So he told me to either fuck up, do something to that, and shoot jump shots. So right, he came right, on the right. court, but not all the way in the in the middle of the court, like <laughs> like the story has said over the years, but. Uh, we were both undefeated at that time. I think you guys were eight right, and right. eight and zero, and you just you uh, and you came to our house, and you just it was just right. you were phenomenal. So that was that. You know, you know what? those type of things you and, never and, forget, man. And and that's well, that's what it's about. And you see where we are today, you and I, you know, so, right. Uh, right, right. That's, that's life. That's the cycle of life, and that's what we we try to do is prepare prepare you for success tomorrow because they are the that's future. Right. They are the ones that are supposed to look out for us, and, and and black people are some of the strongest, smartest black people, and that's what we try to do. Once a kid finds out his worth, it's their their limits are un it's unbelievable what they can do. Because I mean, think about it. Do your history. We we we've invented a lot of things. I mean, we're bright that's people, right. but what that's we right. don't do, we don't take the initiative. We don't we procrastinate. Heck, all these that's markets right. that's being set up in the neighborhoods and stuff like that. Black people can do that. You can own your own business. Right. You can do this, but you have to dig in and hustle. They, they're not handing out success. It's getting harder right. and harder and harder. And you have to be even if you're not going to college. I mean, it's ways that you can educate yourself. Um, because let's let's be honest, everybody's not college material. Everybody's not trade material. You have to find what That's you right. do good, and it's a few things that we do well as an individual. So you have to find that out and lock in on it, and then you will become successful. But what we have to do, like I said, is make our youth understand their worth and bring it out, and our black young people will be so successful, and we just right. got to cut out, help one another, put one another up instead of, you know, stepping on heads and pushing them down. And right. that's what we do, right. you know, so. Right, that's right. All right, well, again, you are listening to, this is Tommy Vaughn. He's the founder and CEO of the uh, Chico Vaughn Basketball Camp. His dad was the first ever black African-American um, player that played at Ohio State Basketball. If you want to be a part of this the show, please call in at 718 Six six four six five four three. You listen live to EOTMRadio.com. Now, Tommy, um, you made a a, a a good point on uh, one things about the the camps. I noticed it wasn't just you wasn't playing basketball that you would stop and talk about uh, the importance of of education, importance of staying away from games. That's why I like the camps that you're running right now. So. Because when we was playing basketball, you know, we stayed at, you know, we stayed on the basketball court, mm-hmm. you know, yes. and, and we had things to do. So you're trying to go old school with right. the camps. So how is that going? Do the kids adapt to that? Yes, they they do. They do very well. Because um, what what the kids, first of all, uh, kids are not dumb. They know when you really take a personal interest in them. And like I said, everything's a teachable moment, just like you guys. Are. And that's another thing. I want to thank you and New Order for coming down there and just making it an absolute beautiful uh, uh, camp. I mean, it's, it was one of the smallest I had, but it was absolutely the best camp I have ever had. And that was a tribute to you and your New Order staff and faith in those guys. You got John, and, and they're going to speak at our camp yeah, in that, uh, that, You know what? I must, say, I must say, Tommy, yes, I, I have to let my new order family from um, John and, and Tracy and Chris and uh, and Lucy that came oh, from Toledo awesome. and John from Columbus and it ain't just that man the family in Oxford Mississippi I mean wow. it's just think because it ain't I is we I can't do yeah, this by myself awesome. I never travel alone no more you know <laughs> right. so I, right. I just want to thank you know thank y'all but you know what this is this this is partnership forever yes you know, sir John yes, matter sir, of fact I know you have something coming up at Ohio State and John. Drama is going to be there supporting you. you know, exactly. The event that you're coming up in Ohio State. I know we could talk about that later, but I want to kind of go back on why do you stop the intermission to explain you know, the importance of, you know, more than just basketball? Because everybody ain't going to be no LeBron James or no Kobe Bryant. I know you have females at the at the camp. Ain't nobody going to be a, a, a right. Candace Parker. So kind of explain on when you right. put that, when you be talking about that or whatever, and how do they right. take that? They 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 take it well because a lot, of, especially the older kids, some of the younger kids, you know, they they they'll listen and and understand. But the older people, they comprehend. And just like, uh, you know, you got a better chance. Like I tell the kids all the time, you got a better chance of being a brain surgeon than you do being a professional athlete. So that right there tells you your odds. 
you know. So, right, um, right. like Carl, like Carla said uh, earlier in the show, um, sports teaches you a lot: unity, togetherness, how to win, how to lose, how to take a loss. Uh, different individuals, different uh, attitudes, different characters. It teaches you how to how like the real world. You, it's so many people you're going to mix with that you may not get along with, but if you don't get along with them, you still can coexist. You know, and you have to do that by always being professional. Just because we're not in a professional role or a professional athlete doesn't mean we can't carry our character as professional. So that's what, we, as you saw there, we had a couple incidents, and you even intervened, and, and that's what we need in our communities is teachable right. moments, you know. So And they take that well. They take that well. You know, they have their little mumble on and stuff like that, but you, you just make sure that they hear you, you know, even if you have to right. say it three times. So. Um, that's the, that's the biggest thing that we try to. That's why we want to lure kids in because you have to be able to deal with different types of situations and people. Now, <laughs> again, I like to be upfront. When you took the camp to Lima, I know the day that we that we spoke or whatever, and I see that you had a church right across the street, mm-hmm. the community center. Are the churches supporting you in in Philadelphia, Delaware, or in Lima? Are the churches coming out because? I think that's very important these days. I know you probably have some some sponsors, but do you have any sponsors from our churches? Yeah, I have a I have one guy who's asked who's actually a pastor of a Union Baptist in New, in Delaware in Wilmington, Delaware. He's actually from Cleveland, okay. Ohio, and uh, he's, a, he's a he's a he's a great guy. Uh, him and his wife they take interest in what we do, uh, and they're uh, and you know he actually we coached together in college. We he was a okay. assistant coach of mine, so. Um, he's uh, he's deep into the church, so his church is is, is pretty active, and he is. Um, so we don't have a, and, and that's one thing that we're trying to establish too, as well as trying to because uh, you know a lot of kids go to church, and and as, as well as adults. Right. So we do try to reach out, and we try to reach out to everybody, not just the churches and well, different organizations, and then we just see who uh, who jumps on board or who wants to do what. And you know, unfortunately, you know, we haven't had a lot of churches. Uh, because a lot when we're three, we in two ten. Once my father passed in two ten, then I incorporated the uh, Cleo Vaughn Sports Group. So we, we're still new, and we're getting out there, and with with uh, with things that you're doing, helping us, uh, like being on this radio show and coming and, and speaking at our camps and giving us national recognition and stuff like that. That helps out uh, tremendously. I can't I can't thank you guys enough. Well, I can so, tell you right now that I will be having you on quite often. Because this show is being heard all over the place, West Coast, East awesome. Coast, West Coast. So, um, again, uh, I'm glad. Thank God for Facebook because we would have never connected. Yeah. Because I, I, I know your family yeah. like your brother, like Kenny, your your brother. Uh, he was what? He was first team All American in in high school. And how did yeah, he was first uh, team All American? Well, he wanted to go to Clemson, correct? Yeah, Clemson, Death Valley, and then that's when Proposition for Hey, hey, uh, and I wanted to tell you, funny story that you bring that up, man, because my brother okay. is kind of a loner by himself. Good guy. I mean, a lot of ideas that he gives our organization, they just blow. He's okay. just a phenomenal mind. Um, but a lot of times in different situations and stuff like that, you know, he'll hear him listen. He stood up the whole time. He listened to. I saw him shaking his head back there, like. And that's another thing. I mean, he has two boys, and and, and they're they're deep in the athletics and stuff. And he was just. He was totally. He was totally. And he told me. He said, "Wow." He said, "Tommy." He said, "That was beautiful." And Ken is right. the one for few words. You know, he's all about action. But he was like, "Yeah, he was quiet." He, been, he was a silly one as well. I remember. <laughs> right. 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 Exactly. Yeah, he was a silly one. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can tell you, man, that um, you know, when we went one on one, it 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 was like deja vu <laughs> on how you know the the the, the big brother sitting watch or whatever, and it was just right. it was just amazing, man. And I look, matter of fact, I look at the pictures now, like wow, I still, I still yeah, tried to I'm, play, but like I said, I couldn't couldn't kind of walk. But you know you what? Had a jump shot. It was fun time. It just bring back memories. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And that's the cycle now, of life. Now, what you got coming up at Ohio State? Um, why don't you kind of give a little update? I know you got a good, uh, big event coming up at Ohio State. I guess what is it next week? Uh, yeah, July seventeenth, July twentieth. Uh, these are okay. hoop groups, our high school kids, and what we do, we take a student athlete uh, tour to Ohio State. Uh, my hoop group from Philadelphia, my hoop group from uh, uh, Delaware, hoop group from Columbus and Lima, and a couple of my hoop group members from Toledo. Um, we come together. In Columbus, uh, we take tours of Ohio State, give us tours of uh, 
Ohio Stadium, uh, the big uh, recreation facility, uh, Schottenstein Arena, and they take us places to where, you know, they don't usually take tour guys because of our, or, I mean, tour groups because of our organization. And last year was phenomenal. This will be our second year. It is going to be an annual thing. I mean, John Deegler, Aaron Kraft, Mike Conley, these guys, they, they were in there working out, but they had uh, the time to come over and, and, and speak to our, our, our group. And our group saw them working out and, and the fun her story is that I had a young lady. She was she was a freshman last year. She's a phenomenal basketball player. She had all the potential in the world, but just not doing what she's supposed to do. Not really getting in a lot of trouble. Just not not doing work and just being loud. And you know, so I talked to her, and then we agreed. Her mom and we took her down to Ohio State last year. And uh, a sports writer met with her, and Ohio State is the biggest campus in the country. So you know, a lot of these kids haven't been out there circles. So. It can change lives, and it changed her lives because once she left Ohio State, well, this year she ended up with a 3.2 the whole year. Uh, she was second team on conference. She'll be just she's going back on the trip, and uh, she'll probably be signing a full scholarship by her senior year because she's already getting wow. a look. Her GPA is just rising, you know, and that it changed her life. It just opened her eyes, and that's what we try to do. Um, but that's the uh, that's the trip we got to July 17th to the 20th. We have. Uh, a, John Drummond and 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 a couple other guys are going to speak from Don't the organization. Don't be surprised! I'll be up there. Don't be surprised! Oh, man. No. Hey, whatever whatever we do or wherever we go, you and Noor are always welcome. Right, so, right. and we're looking forward to those guys speaking. They're going to speak right on campus there at Ohio State, okay. right on campus. Um, we're going to have uh, uh, some media there and stuff. So, John and are they going to the do guys, anything for your dad? Is your are they going to do, do they have anything kind of a Thing for that, or just strictly what y'all got planned that day? Do they kind of do anything for the past players that played Ohio State, or just just basically well, what's what going they, on now? What they do is um, what they do is uh, they when they take us into the uh, uh, Hall of Fame and stuff like that. He played for Fred Taylor, and they have what they call the Fred Taylor Hall of Fame, and and they take us in there to hey, this is your father's coach, this is your father, this is did this, he did that. Um, so and they just honored them this year during Black History Month down in February uh, against wow. Purdue. And a matter of fact, Gerald, just the other day, uh, I had my friend who who attended Ohio State, and my wife graduated from Ohio State. But uh, anyway, okay. and I'm sure I have the same thing when I get back. But anyway, they had they sent they emailed me a picture that Ohio State sent her a postcard about the All Decade team about the it's called the membership drive. And they had an all-decade team for African Americans there at Ohio State, and you know they had a picture. I think they had probably uh, 12, uh, 12 uh, African American pioneers, and my father was one of them uh, sitting right next wow. to Jesse Owens. Wow. You know, so That's it was big. Jesse Owens. My yeah, yeah, you're right. Jesse Owens is from Ohio State. You're right, mm-hmm. man. He's a big mm-hmm. icon. Wow. You're right, a big icon. That so he, big. an all-decade team, yeah. and that's in October. So they're doing some things as far as honor, and and you know, as, as well as. Uh, I think they should. It should be known. And one thing about my father, and you didn't know, and I really didn't know, a lot of people in Toledo or wherever didn't know, he never, no one really never, they did a couple of stories on him or whatever, but he never talked about it. That's how humble he was. He didn't want no attention directed to him. He wanted it directed to the community and to the youth because people, you ask people back in the 70s and 80s, Gerald, when we were there, you say, who's the first black at Ohio State? That you wouldn't, they still I didn't probably know don't that. know, but we're, yeah, didn't no, but he, he didn't talk about it. He didn't talk about it. He didn't publicize it. None of that. He thought wow. because, like I said, he didn't want that attention. He wanted to divert it all into the right. community. So, but I'm getting wow. that word out there now because it's deserving as well as people should know. Right. He did right. so much for the community right. as your father did. You know, they were tight. It's been many times that my father had to call on Reverend Rose for certain situations in order to have his basketball camp. In, in certain right, areas, right, you know, right. as far as the, the, the safety code, they tried to stay a safety code one day, but your father took care of that or whatever. I don't know if you right. never knew it's that. Politics, I can know, tell it's politics. It's different politics. It's really going bad now. Right. You know, yeah, it, it is. But it you is. know what? It's we go we go make it happen, man, because we got to continue that, that, that legacy or whatever. So I'm not even worried about that. That's why God brought us back together for a reason. Right. It's a blessing, you know, I'm so, telling you. It, right, right. It brought us full right. circle. And we say hand in hand of what we do. Right. First of all, I want to congratulate you. Now, my understanding that you uh, have been the head coach now at the Delaware State. Uh, uh, that's make, uh, you the head coach now. Division. Um, yes, Delaware. Um, it's actually the Delaware Tech. Coach now? 
Yes, I am the head Delaware basketball Tech. coach. Yeah, at Delaware Tech. Okay. I, uh, I've been coaching a while. Congratulations, uh, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I look forward to it. I look forward to it. I mean, I got a couple of kids. I, every year in Ohio, I, I mean, I've been there five years, so I, every year I come and, and get a couple of Ohio kids, and I did, but I am. I was named the head coach there at Delaware Tech, and um, and and we look to continue to do what we're doing. I mean, we've, we've been to the playoffs five straight years, and, and like I said, and that's another way for me to use um, what God has given me to go out and change lives, and it does me so well. I mean, it makes me proud and makes me feel so good inside when I can see some of my athletes or some of my young people that just come out smelling like a rose in life, being successful, you know, because we have to use that, that sports tool. If we're good at something, you have to maximize that and then use it because basketball, football, baseball, hockey, whatever it is you're good at and you, re, you, you earn a scholarship, that's, your, that's it. That's your ticket right there. You just have to do, do what you need to do, and that's a free education because there's been too many athletes that play two, three years and come out with no bachelor's or no associate's degree or whatever the case may be, and that, that has to stop because that's a tool, you know, because basketball, football has been using us for too long, so it's time to use sports. Okay, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break right quick, and we're going to come back to continue um, the legacy of your dad, so we'll be right back. Awesome. Hey, uh, Luella. Yeah, what is it? The boy that uh, came up on your phone on the other day, and that way, talk to him. Somebody call him. He ain't come. Try that B-O-T and call him. Lord. I know I saw something on there. I know it was. I ain't know if you trying to cheat or something. You ain't trying to cheat. Cheat? How you came see something? What you saw on there? E O T M Radio. That's a in a PR company, child. What is all What you talking about? Get on my face. E O T M Blog dot com. Go check out the site. Get branded as for Carla at nine zero nine five five nine one seven six three. Get your business. To the street. Oh! 
This is Joe Rose. You listen to Correcting Unequal Justice here on EOTMRadio.com. If you want to be a part of this conversation, please call in at 718-664-6543. I know I had my, my vice president on the line. Hopefully she will call back in. Uh, matter of fact, I think she's in now, Carla B. Can you see if I um, if we get a hold of VP? If you want to call in? All right, give me a minute to get her in, and I'll let you know when. Okay, no problem. All right, um, Tommy, uh, let's go back. Um, wow, this, this is this is amazing on how, after so many years, we kind of reconnected, and he's still um, doing these basketball camps and stuff like right. that. So, um, <laughs> now I see you have a little one, little the little Tommy, little Tommy. <laughs> little Tommy, okay, okay. So how how how's little Tommy Gray? I know he has a a strong father, but did he ever? He didn't get a chance. Did he ever meet his granddad? He did. He did. He did get to meet okay. uh, his how, granddad. How, how was that? It was uh, uh, you know, my father. He was still going through a lot of things at that point in time. So like any little, kid, he was a little nervous at first and a little scared and reluctant and wouldn't go because he was in a chair, you know. So. And he was, uh, you know, have his good days and bad days as far as uh, being healthy, um, my father, that is. But one of the good memories that I have is that uh, it was, it was, it, you know, make me tear up, but it was, um, it was probably uh, maybe uh, a month before he passed when I was in Toledo. We had went over his house, and uh, we were, uh, I put, took my son, and my son, I believe, was maybe two or three at the time. Um, and uh, he just crawled up in his lap and sat there, man. He just, for no reason, I mean, I don't know what that was, what it was, but he just crawled, crawled up, sat up in his lap for, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. My father ended up falling asleep, man, and I should have snapped a picture of it. I don't know what I was doing. I was just caught up in the moment, and I didn't snap that picture, man. And, you know, not too long after that, he passed away, you know. So I have that memory um, of those two, which is, which is awesome, which is a great memory for me. Okay, Tom, I think my vice president on the line, her name is Shannon Swearington. She didn't make the trip to Lima, but um, she she's seen all the pictures, all the videos, and uh, she might have a question for us. Just want to tie into the conversation. Shannon, are you there? I'm here. First of all, you how are you doing, VP? Oh, yeah, how are you I'm doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing Hello. very hey, good. I'm how are you doing, all, Mr. Vaughn? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah. I want to, um, good, thank you for, I know you had a birthday while we was in Lima, and then we had a chance to go out for lunch the other day, so I did that just to say thank you, because whenever I'm away on business trips, or just, you just need to hold it down, you're there, so I personally want to thank you. But um, do you have a question for uh, for Tommy? Not a question, really just a, a comment. Um, I think it's great that you have that basketball camp going for the kids in the different cities. I remember growing up, and we had rec centers, and they were open, right. and we would have just, uh, like, neighborhood dads come in and kind of right. take turns watching the yeah. kids and, and playing yeah. with the kids and interacting with the kids. Uh-huh. And that's what I had growing up, and I don't see that as much right. anymore as we used to have it growing up because everybody was a village. Everybody looked out for yeah. everybody. I'm yeah. from Oakland, California, yeah. which is a pretty yeah. rough city, and you had to right. give these kids something to do. Or you couldn't blame them for getting into mischief. Right, right, right. I think we do need more programs of this type. Right. You're you're absolutely right. Also, you got to admit, we ate good at this Lima camp. Remember back in the day, we had what? (laughs) Right, the box lunches. We had the box lunches, right, the paper bag lunches. (laughs) But, yeah, he he fed us. Tell our what we ate every day. What had it going on? Man, tell people what's going on with the food these days. Oh wow! I'll tell you what we uh, uh we had to well we had breakfast every morning uh, scrambled eggs or made the order you know big country ham bacon and uh, it was just it was a scrambled eggs and bread he was he 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 cooked so well for us that 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 week we were there we went out and got him a, a fifty dollar just a, a professional chef jacket we put his name on it Chef Friday now, did he volunteer to do this. Yeah, he's down there. He works down there. He's the chef down there every day. For the, but y'all didn't, know, so the, y'all didn't know that he was going to be cooking this type of food. No, I had no idea. No, he said, no, I had no idea. And uh, he, just, he, just, he just, he just, huh? As soon as we got in town, you was like, gee, 
Y'all need yeah, to be there for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys did, and you guys did. You absolutely did. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and you know right. what? I want to. I want to make. I want to make a point to what your VP said. Um, and okay. first of all, happy birthday to you. But what you said that was very important is that the uh, the involvement, the uh, involvement as far as uh, you know, people helping other people, you know, other men helping. Young men, I don't think we have enough of that, and I think it comes to a point when we do have that, we some parents become too offensive right now. What are you doing to my kid, or what are you talking about? You know, back in the right. day, you know, it was, you know, it was, hey, you go, you get in trouble here, and then you get go down the street and get in the same trouble, and people are gonna let you know, and they're gonna let your family know, and that's what we don't do. It's not, it's not a lot, of, lot of, lot of involvement like it used to be. Because, like you said, down at the rec centers and community centers, you have different dads come in and dads come in and volunteer. And, and, and that's what we tried to implement in the schools a couple of times, trying to get parents to come in and be hog guards, and we just didn't have enough interest. Right. So you're absolutely right. That is a lacking tool in the community. Um, so um, that Shana, was a very you hit good it right point. On, you hit it right on the point, Sean, because uh, his dad, I remember going to the camps back in the day. I mean, when he says something, the whole, you can hear through the whole gym. Yes, you know, yeah. and, and I and I asked Tommy. I said, Tommy, have any did anybody ever go home to complain? Because your dad would get in a face, but uh-huh. at the same time, they understood right. it was more than just basketball camp. It was discipline, right? You know, it was he, discipline. He's talking or whatever during he talking. You know, don't talk while somebody else is talking. Yeah. You remember how we be in the yeah. stands? Yeah, oh. somebody talk. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you remember, Gerald? Yes, indeed. I remember man. all that. Oh my goodness gracious! You are so you are bringing back. Yeah, he didn't play that. And yeah. he said, "Hey, Limited you give us give me the respect, and I will give you." Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you. Wow. Yeah. yeah so, so, so you, you never gotta. I know you was probably young then, but anybody you know come up to you, why are you talking to my son? Like, you, has that ever occurred? No, you don't not, know. Not, not one. No, I know very well because I, I was a camper. I was a, a staff coach. I was a director, okay. an executive director, so not in any of those times. A matter of fact, it was reversed. Hey, get on my son. Could you get on my son the way I like you, the way you get on your son? Or, you know, treat him like your son, you know. And we, he got a lot of that. He had a lot of that, you know, as far as, hey, just do what you need to do. Here, take him, do what you need to do, you know. So, and he would. He would load up there. And that's why I do. He would load up a van, load up, and he would load up his Lincoln Continental, his pretty Lincoln Continental that he loved. He would load, he load, we rode five deep. I've been Michael Richards, my brother Mark Vaughn. We rode five deep to the University of Tennessee, down to Tennessee to uh, to go down there and take some kids in college and, and get them scholarships and, and rode all the way back. It was it was just amazing the things that he did for young people to try to get them on track. Hey, you did a lot of stuff behind the scenes Girl? Yeah, can you hear me? Tommy? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay, I'm sorry. You know, I'm my phone might be tapped because what I stand for. <laughs> <'Cause sometimes laughs> I, I think, I, I think I mean, all of that leads to a level of respect back then yeah. that yeah. we had men standing up for our kids because if you showed a genuine concern for the kids, Everybody else respected you for it, and that's why they would back right. down and, right. and, and not give you any trouble for doing it right. because they see exactly. the love in your heart for doing it. Exactly. When you're genuine yeah. with people, they see that. There's no faking yeah. that. You yeah. can't fake yeah. a genu- genuine yeah. concern. Yes, absolutely. But you know what, Shana? You being from Oakland, yes, California, sir. you never know, man. We can try to get Tommy down in Oakland. You know, we, oh, we I, got to hey, big I, because. I would, yeah. Uh, I, and that's, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, we, yeah. We, we, you know yeah. we don't have to, we don't have to wait on nobody because, you know, we, we, we're growing as an organization. You're growing as, as, as what yeah. you're doing, you know. So, we know, this is for life, you know. So, we're, yeah. we're committed to this. Yeah. Now, Sean, you being my from Oakland. Right. Yeah. You being from Oakland, I, I just seen something today. The most dangerous city in the top ten. You know y'all was number two, right? <laughs> nah, we not number two. I just said it. Detroit number one. But what's wow. funny serious note, I don't I didn't even see Chicago on the list. Because Chicago and just had fifty deaths over the weekend. Really? Yeah, yeah they had sixty six. There's a list. Yeah, over fifty six 
and 14 right. deaths. Matter of fact, Cleveland was on that list too, Tommy. They was like number nine. Atlanta was number 10. Wow. Wow. Well, that's funny that Cleveland was, made the list because Cleveland has just been earmarked as being the Republican convention city mm, in 2016. Right. Right. They're taking mm-hmm. a Republican mm-hmm. convention to Cleveland. Right. And I was like, Cleveland, right. really? Right. You want to go to Cleveland? Okay. Right. Yeah, but wow. that came out today, so uh, oh, that shows shit. you right there. Kids ain't got Atlanta to do was talking, 10? You know, maybe. Yes. Yes. Atlanta's number 10, and. Uh, uh, I don't have it in front of me, but it came out today. But Detroit's wow. number one. Detroit is always now. Have you, matter of fact, yeah. Tommy? Have you ever tried to have you, or your dad, or did you ever try to take this camp to Detroit? That might be a, a, a spot that needed as well. Have you ever tried? Yeah, that, that's never had. Very no. We, he's ta- he's taking it to uh, he's taking it to Michigan. He's taking it okay. to Michigan, but never to Detroit. Never to Detroit. Okay. Uh, I don't okay. even know if he uh, even. Uh, now we had a, we've have had a whole lot of Detroit kids come to our to his camps throughout the years. A whole ton of them, you know. So, right, but right. as far as taking the camp to uh, Detroit, I don't. He's, we we've never been to. Uh, he's never been to Detroit. But that's my goal. I wish, I, and that's why I network and 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 I would love to come to Oakland. My brother went to school to at Northridge out there for a while. Um, but um, I would love, and that's my goal. I want to hit every city in America if right. I could before I, right. before I leave surf, you know, because that and that's one of my goals, and that and that was one okay. of his goals. But it was just too later in his life. I mean, he hit what seven right. states, whatever. But uh, and I'm trying to hit. I'm, I mean, and that's the reason. And today with the technology and the networking and stuff like that, that's what we're going right. to do. That's what exactly what well, we're. Well, I can do. tell you right now, this this show right now is being heard on the West Coast. My uh, my co-host Carla B, you know she uh, she's out of L.A., you know she's listening to what's going on, you know she's very active in the community. She interviewed several stars, Roland Martin to all over. So Tom, you oh. just don't know what show that you're on. She's giving me the opportunity um, to get the word out about New Order. So I'm gonna give her all the praises. Did you say several stars? Did you say several? <laughs> Several. I, I see your photos with Roland Martin and all these several. Don't, don't, don't try Carla B. Been doing this since 2007. So yeah, um, hundreds. Yes, several. Wow, hundreds. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Let, see, it I be, let her... that be known. Awesome. Uh, he says hundreds. <laughs> I love it. That's right. Yeah. Let it be known. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, we got to give Carla B. the, the praise. When she came to me about this, it was a privilege. You know. So uh, I'm just I'm just yeah. happy that we can can get the word out. So. We got about two minutes left into the show. Um, Shad, I'm going to give you a couple things to say right quick to VB. And Tommy, I want you to kind of say something to our future, to our kids, give them one last hard skill on what's the importance of, of, of standard school education. So, Sean, you'd like to say something, then we'll go to Tommy, and then um, we're going to have to end our program um, for tonight. Well, what I have to say to the youth is look around because there are leaders out there. There's a leader within you. So you could be a peer leader, and then there's also adult mentors that you can go to. You have to find who's genuinely concerned in your school. There's, there's people all around that want to mentor you, and don't be so proud to not ask for help and go to another adult that you trust for help. Right. Amen. Tommy Vaughn, you want to give some some of our listeners again? You're being heard all over the place. Again, I want to thank EOTMRadio.com for giving us the opportunity uh, to be a part uh, of, of this, of this, of this wonderful program. So, anything you'd like to say to the EOTM listeners at this time? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, I want to say to our young people: value your life and value your youth and value your freedom. Because um, once you become, once you do something and that's that's horrible, you can't take it back. And you will get older and you will regret it. So, if you if you're 20 years old and you got a 25-year sentence or you 15 and you got a 20-year sentence or something of that nature coming up, you're going to get older and you're going to regret what you did. I mean, nine times out of ten, you do. So value your future. Your future is so important, young people. It can absolutely change your world. I mean, you can live how you want to live. You can do what you want to do, be what you want to be. So you have to understand that. And I thank you guys 100% for uh, having me on the show tonight. That's no problem. That's how we are with family. And then to, to me, to my New Order family, um, from Oxford, Mississippi, to Atlanta, Georgia, to Columbus, Ohio, to Toledo, Ohio, and future chapters around the country, I just want to say I love you all. Continue to pray for me. 
Uh, we're doing a wonderful thing. And um, my next step, I will be in Jacksonville, Alabama, being part of a town hall meeting to address uh, the communication between the law enforcement and the community. Because all bad, all police are not bad, but I can tell you right now, you got some bad apples out there. And within the last week, there's so many videos coming down my page. So I can tell you that New Order will be sending a letter to the U.S. Justice Department and introduce what what we're doing, and we're just concerned, followed by a petition. You know, but like Carla said, it starts at home. We start at home, but we're going to, we're just moving this one nationwide. God bless you all. Again, you have to listen to EOTM Radio, uh, EOTMRadio.com. I think Daryl Rose, Carla, I'm so hoping, you know, I do apologize. My phone has been kind of messed up tonight, but when you're doing this type of work, you never know what's missing. God bless you all. I just love you. Thank you. Started the slave ships. There are more records of slave ships than one would dream. It seems inconceivable until you reflect that for 200 years ships sailed carrying cargo and slaves. Ran, non, be non-violent. In the face of the violence that we've been uh, experiencing for the past 400 years, is actually doing our people a disservice. In fact, it's a crime. It's a crime. Here come the drums! Again, base in your face, yeah, got track, getting it good through the woods, so the people give you some of that reaction. 
entrepreneurs on the move. We're shaping life for a better tomorrow.